Hello, 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 Radio World. This is Manuel James Delgado here on Shea Radio 101,7 here on the Faroe Highlands. What, what? How you doing, Miss Anna? Good. I'm got, doing really good. Yeah. About you? I'm doing great. Got our pace team, as always, here in the studio with me. And we are, or at least I am. I'm very excited about uh, this next month because we're going to be going through a really cool series that we're doing all over the world with other PACE teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> You've been like meditating on figuring out how to say a certain word that you're going to be able to say later on. Yes. <laughs> easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. So what we're doing here for the next month is we're going through a series called Global Haverim. Let me say that one more time for you. Global Haverim. I'm sure everyone knows what global means, yeah. but for everyone else, Haverim. What is Haverim? And uh, what we do in PACE is we have a few different avenues that we concentrate on when it comes to when we build relationships with, with local churches and reaching out to the youth in uh, different, different platforms. We like to do these uh, different things uh, where we focus on uh, Bible study, discipleship, and outreach. And one of the ways that we do Bible study, an important way, is called Haverim, which actually means to study together. There we go. <laughs> which actually means to study together. Yeah. Um, have you done anything like this uh, before you were involved with PACE? Kind of like, a you know, were you... Studied often with others purposely? Um, I think I have studied the Bible with others, yeah. but not in the same way as Hevrim. And not going as deep. Yeah. So it was really interesting to learn how to do it. Yeah, I think it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, it definitely takes more energy mm -hmm. mentally and spiritually. Yeah. And uh, But it it's so worth it because when you like... You know, I, I've heard and I thought about this too, you know, I'll have my morning devotions and we still all, we still need those. Like we need our personal time, just yes. us, us in, in Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But I remember going to Bible studies too with, with others and I, I'm not knocking any of that because we all had a good time. We got into the word and I believe, you know, Holy Spirit spoke to us through it, mm -hmm. but we didn't do this type of style, this template, this type of research and stuff like that, that we're going to be diving into this, this month. Um, so I'm really excited. I hope you are too out there. So we will see how it goes. But this month's theme then for this Bible study that we're going to do, this, this subject is all about John the Baptist. Ooh. You know, we, we hear about him a lot, but I, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone preach or teach so much about John the Baptist. Maybe as like a, like as a, a part of their preach, but not as yeah, the, main the main subject. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. for, for me, John the Baptist was just like this, you know, kind of like old, old school hippie dude <laughs> in camel clothes, uh, eating uh, locusts and and wild grasshoppers. honey. Was it grasshoppers? I think it was locusts. What's locusts? It's it's yeah, kind of like in the same family. Oh okay. So yeah, we, we'll just call them grasshoppers. Yeah. Oh grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be pretty interesting. So um, what what are we doing first here? 
Yeah. So I think uh, there's a scripture that talks a bit about Havrim. Oh, yeah. It's Hebrews 5, 12. Mm -hmm. And it says, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. And that is such a thought-provoking scripture because the author of Hebrews is just saying, come on, people, like you've experienced uh, the awesomeness of God's word and, and his presence, and, and you're still coming to us like your babies. Yeah. You know, you're not applying it. You're not even, you're only coming to us to learn about the Bible. You're not, or, or God's word. You're not doing anything about it yourself, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's, I think this, this type of Bible study is really going to help people is, okay, uh, how can you also study the word of God so you can get, you know, your own revelations together and not always depend on the Sunday morning service. Yeah. So that, that's really, really cool. And so this first part that we're going to do, this, it's a four-part series. And the first part we're going to do is, is about the context of what mm -hmm. we're going to read. So we're going to read about John the Baptist in a certain situation. Yes. And uh, do you know what passage that is? It's yes. uh, Luke 7, 18 through 23. Mm -hmm. Luke 7, 18 through 23. So if you have your Bible app or Bible around you, those listening, you're welcome to open that up and uh, just have it open for, for this time. Yeah. And, and what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through the first part, and it's called, in, in Hebrew, Peshat, which, sim uh, which means just simple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about what, what, what's the context, you know, what is this story just basically, basically about? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what we're going to do. And what we're going to do is we're going to read the story. Shall we read the story? Yes. Yeah. We'll read the story. And then we have a question for everyone to think about while we're talking about the story and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. Do you have the story ready? Yes. Go for it. You can read it first. Okay. So Luke 7, 18 to 23. The disciples of John reported to him about all these things. Summoning two of his disciples, John sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the expected one, or do we look for someone else? When the men came to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you to ask, Are you the expected one, or do we look for someone else? At that very time, he cured many people of diseases and afflictions and evil spirits. He gave sight to many who were blind. He answered, and he answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind received sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he who does not take offense at me. Wow. So just that passage by itself without doing any research, I would yeah. think it's pretty exciting. He's yes. like, like, hey, John, look what I'm doing, cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Some good things going on. But, but here's, here's the question that we want uh, to, to answer throughout this first, first, first time together mm -hmm. and, and for you uh, that are listening. This is the specific question that we want to try and find an answer for, or at least find some answers for. Mm -hmm. And it goes like this. Why did John, sorry, why did John ask Jesus if he was the one, in, in quotations, the one, after already believing he was the one? Good question. Before we continue, mm -hmm. we could just introduce, introduce our 
Your sidekick? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Lynn Marie. Thanks Welcome, for wanting to join Marie. us. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. She wanted a little hunt for us. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't find the one I was searching for. Oh, that's right. We forgot to say this Global Haverim's title is... What, what are, are you, you searching, searching for? for? Wow, Marie, good. It was so good that yeah. you came, girl. <laughs> good job. Oh, man, you're a lifesaver. <laughs> yeah. So, so, all right, y'all. So we're doing this Bible study together, and you are just listening to us. But you, you dig into this word, too, okay? And we're going we're gonna to shoot out some questions. And we have answers for these because we did, you know, the background uh, study for all this. But you can go ahead and do your own, too, at another, another time. So, and this is all about what are you searching for? We're using John the, the Baptist as a case study. And yeah. the situation that he went through was he was in jail and he sent his disciples to Jesus to ask him again if he was the one. Mm -hmm. The. 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 One. The one. Awesome sauce. Wow. Wow. All right. So that's the question. We're not going to give a, a thorough answer to that quite yet, but we have some, some other questions that we want yes. to build on. So what, what do we got going on here? So we're going to talk about some generic questions so we can come to a conclusion, mm. but not by guessing. No. But by facts. Yeah. And that's the difference because a lot of times when we do Bible studies, we, before we do any research... You know, we, we just start guessing and coming up with our own thoughts on why this is happening and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't know the background of this, then you might come up with the wrong, yeah, totally far out <laughs> <laughs> response. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, and it's like, had your thoughts might not have anything to do with, with what the reason, the whole, the whole reason this story is in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so. Yeah. Who was John the Baptist, girls? He was cousin, a cousin of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he was also a man that was acting in his time as a, uh, like a prophet from the Old Testament. Yeah. You can see so many prophets in mm -hmm. the Old Testament and John was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And he was also in that time the biggest prophet there was. Like body size or? No, spiritually <laughs> wise, like people would say, and also we're going to talk a bit about that, how, when it talks to that, but he had the spirit of Elijah. Wow. And Elijah was a prophet. Mm -hmm. Prophet. In the Old Testament. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also <laughs> pointed the way to Jesus. Yeah. Um, and he was also a Nazarene. What's a Nazarene? Man of Nazareth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Naz uh, it's someone that, uh, since they're born, they are set apart. Set apart for mm -hmm. the Lord, mm -hmm. and they need to live in specific uh, ways. I don't know if anyone knows the story of Samson. Samson, yeah. Yeah, Samson. He was also a Nazarene. Yeah, but he was. He was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, you know, that's a whole other case study. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So John was... I think, I think some of the things was uh, not cutting the hair. Yeah. Not drinking any wine. No. And, and not eating anything from uh, grapes also, like from the vines. Yeah, exactly. And not you, touching anything dead. Not, yeah. So, so those are some of the criteria. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. So that's what made him a Nazarene. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. And then we have also in Malachi 3, 1, it's a, a passage that says that he would be a messenger that mm. would come before the Messiah. Yeah. Can I read it? Because you uh, I put like the message version yeah. of it. And mm -hmm. this is so powerful. And this is uh, like, what would you call it? Like, you know, like you have a resume, mm -hmm. right? This is John Baptist's <laughs> resume. Yeah. Right? It's epic. It says here, Malachi 3.1, message version. Look, I'm sending my messenger on ahead to clear the way for me. Suddenly, out of the blue, the leader you've been looking for will enter his temple. Yes, the messenger of the covenant, the one you've been waiting for. Look, he's on his way. A message from the mouth of God of the angels' armies. Wow. Boom. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that. So I really like what you said that this is the resume of John the Baptist. Yeah, straight up. Yes. Very cool. All right. So mm -hmm. we'll play a song. Um, and then we'll come back and we will jump into some, some more questions that will help us with this specific question. Yes. Again, so if you want and you have your Bibles and you have time, go to Luke 7, 18 through 23. And maybe during the song break, you can Google real quick, you know, a backdrop about John the Baptist just mm -hmm. so you can get a little bit more uh, history knowledge or whatever about this guy named John. Yeah. Because the theme is, what are you searching for? And we're using John the Baptist as a case study. And if you want to send us a message, you can send it on 577777 yeah. if you are on the Fair Islands. If you're not, you can send it to our uh, social medias. If you have any um, facts about John the Baptist that you would like to share. Fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> Come on, people. Bring the fun facts. Yeah. Uh, just regular facts, too. It's okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is a holy live version by Matt Redman.
song mm -hmm. by Mr. Matt Redman. All right, if you're just joining us here on Shea Radio, this is The Manny Show. You got yours truly here and my awesome team, Pace team. Hey, girls. Hello. Hello. How's life on the Pharaohs? Cold. Rainy. <laughs> <laughs> But good. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting, like, not to go down a rabbit hole or anything, <laughs> because the weather is not the best here. But we have these like breakthrough days when it is, and most of the fairies they forget about how bad the weather is. And they're like, "Isn't it so nice to live here on the Fair Islands?" And you're yeah. like, "Did you just not remember the last two weeks of like hurricane weather?" <laughs> It's like, "Okay, no, no, we love being here." Anyways, we are going through a series that we call um, Global Haverim, and Haverim means to study with others, and so that's what we're doing. Uh, with you all here on the radio, because we're doing it all over the world where there's a, a PACE team. Yeah. And the series is called, What Are You Searching For? For? And we're using John the Baptist as a case study. Mm -hmm. So we just went through the story of him being in jail and sending his disciples to Jesus saying, Hey, um, are you the one? <laughs> <laughs> are you really the are one? Are you really the one? And before we could answer the, the, the specific question of, you know, why did John uh, ask, ask Jesus? Yes. Are you the one when he already knew, knew he was the he one? Was the one yeah. Right. So it's like, why are you asking this now? But before we can answer that, we wanted to do like a little, you know, study, go deeper in about the context of the passage that we're reading. And we just did like a, a basic background of who John was. Mm -hmm. So what's the, what's the next thing that we need to research before we can answer? Um, where was John when he was when he asked the question? Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's the truth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> More details. <please. laughs> Elaborate. Elaborate. <your> yes. <laughs> is the teachers? <laughs> yes. No. Elaborate. <laughs> he was in jail. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was in jail. Yes. And why was he in jail? Very good question. From what I understand mm -hmm. is that he was thrown in jail because he spoke publicly against the marriage of Herod to his brother's sister, Heroditus. Herodias. Yeah, no. You were saying it different. I was like, I'll just let her say it that way. <laughs> Not his brother's sister. No, wife. it was his His wife. brother's wife, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and he married his brother's wife. Yeah. So John was like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Who you do you think you are? doing it wrong, man. <laughs> 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 But it was like, I mean, he was already a, what we would call today, an influencer, John yeah. the Baptist. Mm -hmm. So he had a huge crowd following him, and they thought many things about him. So mm -hmm. it was, um, he was almost untouchable. Yeah. But this was like, okay, you're not going to get away with this. No. So, you know, I have to throw you in jail for this. Mm -hmm. 
So I, that's. And also the wife, Herodias, she got really mad. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably because that's embarrassing to be, you know, like. Yeah. Imagine just going viral on social media about this situation and just putting this this girl on the spotlight like that. Like yeah. that would be so embarrassing in today's times. It would. Mm -hmm. And the community was very close back then, so they. Everyone knew. Everybody knew quick. You know, maybe not the, social media quick, but they knew quick. Yeah, the word <laughs> spread out. <laughs> yeah. So um, a couple other reasons why maybe it made it easy to throw him in jail. Mm -hmm. You have right here. Uh, it's because he was, this word is interesting, but he was sour with the teachers and the Pharisees. And, mm -hmm. Because he was preaching about repentance and... It was not normal for people to preach about repentance. He was a prophet, but even so. And it was like, on whose authority are you preaching, you know, this, this uh, message of repentance? Because it was only the priest that went to the yeah. temple that did the sacrifices for the forgiveness of sins or approved people's sacrifices for, you know, their sins that they wanted mm -hmm. to atone for. Mm -hmm. And he was not an official yeah. priest of any kind. <laughs> no. He just walked around. Yeah. And I even think, um, if I understand right, these Nazarenes of this time, mm -hmm. they they were the ones that were uh, write, re writing and rewriting the scrolls out in the wilderness. So that was like their everyday job. They were just writing and rewriting. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's... That's nowhere near being a priest. Yeah, and he was also, like we see in the Bible, that he was not only preaching repentance, but he was baptizing people. Like, he was baptizing people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just come, people. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so maybe that also made it easier for him because the Pharisees would not be on his side. Mm. She'd be like, no, you cannot throw him in jail. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, I don't know why I never thought of this, but when did this whole baptism type thing start? Because you don't read about much baptism yeah. going on in the Old Testament. But then it was like a natural thing when the New, New Testament started. Yes. Like it started off, most gospels talk about, you know, John mm -hmm. baptizing. Mm -hmm. when, yes. did that, when did that start becoming a thing? So I think we should do some research on that. Mm -hmm. And then at a later date, maybe the next time or after the song come back, we can talk about that. Yes. So any other thoughts about, you know, where was John when he asked... The question. Was there anything that we needed to add to that? Uh, I don't know. I think that... that uh, Sums it up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So we're going to jump into a song for a reason, because the next thing we're going to talk about is... Ooh. Ooh. Everyone get excited, you know, if you're at your desk, you know, start doing the like tapping on the on the table. <laughs> yeah, here we go. So this is Yahweh by I don't know the artist's name. Tati. Tati Sachi. Tati Sachi. Singing yeah. Yahweh. There you go. Finally, you see what's around me. Yeah, you don't move. I don't know problem. You show me there's now what to do. Up your head, hey, you tell me faith is to your tool. And I know better, you show me things no one else could do. Yeah, wait. 
sunshine even when I run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Struggles and chaos around me doesn't have me move. Picked up my head when you told me faith is still my tool. You are my child, I'll always run right after you. Yeah, If there ain't a sunshine, even when I run away. There you go with Yahweh by Tati Sachi. I really hope I'm saying your name right. If you ever listen to my <laughs> my radio show, Tati Sachi, because you have a, a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So we are jumping in. We're continuing this, this series about what are you searching for and using John the Baptist as our case study. And today we are just focusing on the context of the story to help us understand why why John sent the disciples to ask that question to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Are you the one? So, and um, we did a little study on who John the Baptist was. And then we also just finished talking about, you know, where was he when he asked this question? And then it was that whole baptism thing. Like the New Testament just jumps in about this, you know, like, it, like it's natural. Yeah. And for me, like... I don't remember hearing the word baptism, you know, being used the same way in the Old Testament. Do you? I, I, don't, I don't remember that. Like, how did it become just such a natural thing all of a sudden? Any thoughts? No idea. But it's okay, because I did a little bit of research. <laughs> and I'll go dive, I'll dive much deeper into it, of course. But it, it was a couple, like, uh, ritual things that they would do. Um, one was, here we go, water baptism has roots in various purification rites in the Jewish traditions, notably the practice of ritual washing. Uh, te, tev, tev for the purification. And then the other one 
was ritual immersion was part of the Jewish law. Halakaha. (laughs) (laughs) And was required for converts to Judaism as a symbol of purification and spiritual cleansing. So, so, um, you know, Jesus says, you go to the ends of the earth to convert people to Judaism. Mm-hmm. You know, but you never teach them about washing the inside, only the outside. Yeah. Right. He mm-hmm. talks about that. And this is where that's at. So they had been doing it for, you know, Sometimes. An, yeah, some time, because I guess there was a break between uh, Malachi and and uh, and then Matthew, or, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, and they say around 400 years mm-hmm. and all of this had been going on. Yeah. So it was quite a normal thing. And so but it was, you know, I, I guess you can say educated missionaries. It was those that were appointed by the Sanhedrin to go out and do missions work. So they were like ordained to do this. John wasn't. So not only is he like <laughs> preaching a gospel of repentance, but he's also baptizing. And on whose authority is he doing all this? So for him to get thrown into jail, not just by what he said about Herod and his new marriage, but it made it easy for, you know, uh, the influencers, the teachers of the law to say, yeah, throw him in jail because he's causing a ruckus here anyways. And he's calling us brood of vipers, which is yeah. not nice. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Moving on. What do we got next? Okay. So what's the next question, Limery? The one they were searching for. Mm. Who is the one? Okay. So you know you've been looking forward to this part, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the one they were looking for, uh, they called it the Messiah, mm. and the Messiah means anointed one. Mm. And it says in Isaiah sixty-one one, it says the spirit of the sovereign, sovereign, sovereign. Yeah, sovereign. Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for, for the prisoners. Yeah. So in this passage, we're going to focus on the part of anointed one. Mm, yeah. And the anoint, anointed person, uh, it's someone that it's the anointing is the action of pouring oil mm-hmm. and in someone so they did that in the old testament and do you know why they did that in the old testament any thoughts i don't know I'm not really sure so they did that to like for a position yeah a position of like authority uh, yeah so like oh yeah saul, david, saul. and david samuel yeah, anointed samuel. them that's true uh, a little side note with that uh, which I think is quite interesting is that um, Samuel, when he anointed Saul, it was with a a jar of some mm-hmm. sort, which is considered man-made, mm-hmm. right? Because Saul was chosen by, by man. man. Whereas when David was anointed, the oil was in a ram's horn, well, yeah. which was made by God. God. So just a little... Yeah, really. Thing there. That's kind of cool. It is. You got to pay attention to all these little details because mm-hmm. they really bring out a bigger picture of yeah. the story. So, yeah. Very good. Yeah. So, anointed one. 
So then what's interesting is that uh, Messiah means the anointed one. And he was, Jesus was, and he is the promised mm. anointed one for mm. the people. And they mm. were waiting for him. So his title became Jesus the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And if you go to um, Hebrew, you can see first the word anoint is Mashach. Mashach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's been practicing yeah, practicing this people. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, really good. Yeah. So that means to anoint. And Messiah is Mashiach. Mm. And it means anointed one. Mm. So when Jesus, the anointed one, Jesus, the Messiah, was translated into Greek. Mm-hmm. It was translated into Christus, Christus. Mm. Yes. And now we give the designation to Jesus as Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I think a lot of people just say, oh, Jesus Christ. With a hand fanning yeah, on oh, their face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And I just as you. like... Uh, just as something normal to say, but I, I think it's really interesting to know that you're actually saying that Jesus is the anointed one and yeah. Jesus is the one that everyone was waiting for and he Full came on. and it's, it's so amazing. He is the Holy One. Yeah. So when John was asking, are you the one? He was asking, "Yeah, are you the anointed, anointed one. one? Yeah. Wow. Because he was proclaiming this. You know, before John the Baptist. Yeah. And that's like, that was his resume mm-hmm. to prepare the way for the anointed one. Anointed one. Yeah. And it's cr- it's like, are you the one that the Lord has anointed? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as you said with David, that's really cool. Like, it's not a man. People like, no. they're waiting for the Messiah. And we see that people want like leader, uh, army. Yeah. One that a would general. Be, yeah. General. But that would be what people would do Man-made. like they did with Saul. Mm-hmm. But then God anointed him. Yeah. And it's... Oh, that cool. scene is also epic too, right? When he gets yeah. baptized by John. Yes. Like, liter- was there a literal dove that came? And how long did it stay with Jesus if it was? Because you don't hear about the dove anymore, but it said a dove came to rest on him. Like, yeah, like says, a dove. On the and Luke uh, twenty two says, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. So I mean, it and was the, the voice t- came out of heaven. You are my beloved son, and you, I am well pleased. What were the people thinking? Like, yeah, he meant, like renders what? open and just like, <laughs> this is my son, like total trailer voice. You know, yeah. it's like whoa. <laughs> I want to seriously know how long the dove hung out with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did it follow him into the desert, you know, because there was no... Yeah. Never mind. That's... Okay. <laughs> yeah, but... Powerful, powerful. Powerful. All right, cool. All right, we're going to jump into a song speaking about the holy and anointed one. It's a really good song here by Vineyard Worship. Here you go. Your name is like on my your spirit's like water to my soul. Your word is a lamp to my feet. Jesus, I love you. I love you. Jesus. 
Holy and Anointed One by Vineyard Worship. Good stuff there. All right, y'all. I think this this is fun. Yeah. I don't know about you, but <laughs> especially hearing you trying to say Messiah in the Hebrew. That that oh. was top of the day for me. It's better than your. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna try and say because you just have it, girl. You've been practicing. I'm trying. It's been good. No, uh, my mom wrote. Also, you know that whole because mm-hmm. we briefly talked about when when Jesus was baptized and, and then. The dove. The dove came down. Was that like the confirmation of the Trinity, the visibility? There's a few times where you read certain stories where all three show up, Mm -hmm. right? In the beginning, when everything was created, yeah, all three were there, Mm -hmm. and you're like, wait, no, Jesus wasn't born yet. How did he show up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because John one clarifies that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And so God, when He created, He spoke things. He used words to create. So there's Jesus, and it was Heavenly Father speaking. And then in the very next verse, it says the Spirit was hovering over the waters. So you have all three there in the beginning of creation. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then this is another incident where Jesus gets baptized. So the Father, Jesus is there getting baptized. The renders get uh, the, the, the heavens get rendered open and Heavenly Father speaks and Holy Spirit comes down. So all three are showing oh, up there. Boom, you know? So, wow. whoa. <laughs> that's a whole other teaching. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Woo, that's really good. Love that. Okay, where are we at now? We are in the next question. Mm-hmm. It's actually about what's the history of John? We talked a bit about who he was, but what's his history? Where did yeah, like come why? From? Why? Why is he so important? Yeah, you know, what made him so important to this part of history? I think is a really good yes. thing to think about. So we got some uh, passages in Luke one. Mm. <laughs> um, so. First, he's son of Zechariah and Elizabeth. And in Luke 1, it, ta- uh, it tells the story of um, when he was born. And so what happens is uh, Elizabeth was not able to have children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zechariah was a priest in the temple. Mm-hmm. And he had been praying yeah. about that because they were old. And they wanted uh, to have descendants. Wanted to have some babies. (laughs) (laughs) But she was um, sterile. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? Yeah. 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 So then... uh, An angel. Yeah, an angel, Gabriel. He says, that's really interesting because he says, yeah, I'm Gabriel. Trust me. <laughs> and then first of he, all, I'm an angel. Yeah, <laughs> coming from and above. It's, it's really interesting <laughs> because every time there's an angel appearance in the Bible, they always says, "Do not be afraid." Mm. For the one. Like, yeah, of course. I mean, think about it. If you yeah. saw an angel. Yeah, and if <laughs> like, you see the the how an angel is described in the what? Bible. Oh, what about the one with like four different heads? Yeah, faces. like a lot of eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he says in John, no, Luke 1, <laughs> 13, <laughs> do not be afraid, Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will 
bear a, you a son, and you are to call him John. Mm-hmm. But then Zechariah is like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a son, and I need to call him John. Like, who are you? And then the angel says, I'm Gabriel. Uh, there was a mic back then he would have dropped it (laughs) yeah and then he on 15 he says that john will be someone in uh will be great in the sight of the lord and then he says about the nazarene part that we talked about so he was never to take wine or other fermented drink and he would be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he was born. That's a very important yeah, thing right is. there. That he would be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he was born. Because, yeah. do you know? Do you know where I'm getting at? Do you against the part where he meets Jesus? Mm. Yeah, before. Yeah, before he's born. Yeah. We'll get to that Okay, part. sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm so excited. excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then... <laughs> on seven, verse 17 and... The angel continues to say, uh, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah. Come on. So we talked about that he had the spirit of Elijah and it means that he was anointed. Yeah. He had the same anointing. He didn't have the soul yeah, of Elijah. Like Elijah people. came. Oh. Reincarnation. <laughs> yeah. It exists. Like slap a Yeah. So he <laughs> was anointed with the same anointing as Elijah mm-hmm. had. Amen. And he was a good like a big prophet. So, yeah. and then he says, "To turn the hearts of the parents to their children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord." Also, a prophecy uh, written in Malachi. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah, the Malachi. resume. <laughs> Crazy. And the thing is, uh, Zechariah didn't believe that. He was like, "How can I believe you?" This is I'm tripping me out because yeah. like when we read the Bible, like, okay, huh. yes, they were living in the Bible times, but s- nevertheless, dude, they had so many prophecies that were coming true Yeah, right in front of their eyes. I'm reading this. I'm like, there's no way you can make up this stuff. Like it was so perfectly aligned, you know, some of these prophecies with the things that were coming to pass in the New Testament. It's trippy how many of these things are like perfectly aligned with each other. Mm. Sing. Anyone who wants to doubt the Bible, come sit with me. We'll have a cup of coffee. <laughs> I just spoke in Portuguese. Oh, I was like, did. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, but. Everyone understood you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then he says like, yeah, we're old already. And then the angel is like. I'm Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak to you and bring you this good news. And like, then he says, yeah, you won't be able to speak. Now you will be silent. It's verse 20. Mm. And not be able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, Mm. which will come true at their appointed time. Boom. And it's also amazing to see that God has their own time. Like Mm -hmm. everything is planned. Yeah. And then this is the part that... Yeah! I love this part. And in verse 41, Elizabeth is the um, John's mother. And Mary was family. So... I think Elizabeth was her aunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can. Yeah. So she went to visit Elizabeth. Mary went to visit Elizabeth. Um, and when that happened, 
Elizabeth uh, greeted, like Mary greeted mm-hmm. everyone, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and the baby jumped in the womb, and they're like, "Woo, Jesus!" <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. oh, this is. I I don't want to go too far in all these other mm-hmm. places, but there's just so much meat here, people, because there's this other argument. You know, like um, Jesus was half human, half spirit mm-hmm. from birth. Yeah. Okay. Why was that so important? And, you know, humanity was fallen, right? So wouldn't Jesus be imperfect because he was born of a woman and humanity was fallen? So actually he wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a logical thing, yeah. but we have to remember And this is the cool part, especially with this. This also edifies this thought was that the the fallen was was in the blood. That's why there was blood sacrifices for the sins. The blood is uh, what became um, unclean mm-hmm. and needed to be purified. Yeah, and that's why Jesus's blood. Yeah, purifies us. What purifies us, right? So when you are in your mother's womb, her blood doesn't flow through you actually the only thing that flows to you is the nutrients of of what yeah of what Mm -hmm. the mother is eating drinking and breathing Mm -hmm. so no blood went through jesus from a little human yeah Mm -hmm. and here you go you read that the angel said that john would be filled with the spirit even before he was born yes but how did he get filled with the spirit through the mother Because oh, yeah. the mother right here was the one that got filled with the spirit. Yeah, and he says on the 44, for behold, <laughs> when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb yes. for joy. And she was filled with the Holy she Spirit. She was filled and with the spirit. And then she was filled. Yes. That's Come on. <laughs> what? Really good. <laughs> Woo. Okay. And then uh, when he was born, John. Yeah. Um. People were asking because uh, Zachariah was not speaking to you. And then... They were going to come up with their yeah. own. <laughs> They were like, let's give him the name of Zachariah because of his father. And then uh, Elizabeth He's was like, like no. <laughs> Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. And then everyone was like, who are you to say he's John? Let's ask the father. <laughs> and then everyone was asking the father and he was starting to write John. Mm-hmm. But then he spoke yeah. his name is sean mm-hmm. the first things out of and his everyone mouth. was like what and the verse 66 it says everyone who heard this wondered about it asking what then is this child going to be for the lord's hand was with him come on and then in the verse 80 it says and the child grew and became strong in spirit and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to israel And we see that he would live in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. We read this as in Malachi also. Yeah. So everything is just pop, coming pop, into being, place being perfectly. Crazy. Yes. All right. We're going to play a song because this stuff is on fire. <laughs> so we're going to play a song by Lecrae, the king. Lecrae and Flame singing the king. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see ya. 
the cats going around talking about they the king, you know what I'm saying? King of this, the king of that. Well, I think we need to get this straight. There's only one true king. Hey, Flame, come help your boy out, man. Let's get into this one, man. Yeah. Who the real king? Raised up in Nazareth and raised on a thizzard. Yeah. Never got drunk, got high, sip scissor. Yeah. Prophesied King Isaiah 9. That's the wizard. He's the real king and it don't matter. A king's a real shepherd, dog. Asking people's favor, y'all. Not a self-seeking player, all about the paper, dog. Call him the Messiah, anointed one to save you, bro. Call him on the humble, but you'll see him reign later. These self-proclaimed kings bragging cause they own chrome. But 26 is a pretty low throne like kids playing in their daddy's clothes when he's gone the clothes don't fit and daddy's coming back home really this is foolish man you don't want to do this man the king of kings is coming back a theocratic ruler man what if you should pass away and see him on the last of days there ain't no making deals so really what is there you have to say King. Oh yeah, there we go, the king. Cutting this song short because uh, we're getting close to the time being up. So you listening, I hope you don't mind. We might go a few minutes over, um, but we're just so excited about God's word yeah. in this study. It's pretty exciting. So, but uh, please let us know your thoughts on this subject. And you were supposed to write us, people. Let me see. Oh, look at all. We got like a hundred nothings. <laughs> it's all right. They always write us afterwards anyways. All right. Very good. We're uh, continuing this study. Yeah. So I, I have a question for Limery. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whoa. What happened to John Limery after this incident? The one in Luke 7, 18 to 23, where the disciples went and asked Jesus. And <laughs> well, it's yeah. a bit sad. I think I, I it's... You know, the music that we just listened to was hip-hop, and now you're talking like you're a hip-hop oh, wow. artist. Wow. <laughs> the beat. Yeah, boy. Now, what happened? Yeah, as I said, it's it's sad because yeah. he was beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> sorry. Oh, my goodness. Poor John. John, oh. when we see you in heaven, we're so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It actually, the story behind it, it's, it's not funny, but um, it's very tricky. Yeah, because we talked about how John got into jail because he was talking um, about Herod because Herod married his brother's wife. Yeah, and he said it's bad, of course. Um, Which is yeah. yeah. And then Herod had I don't know if it was a party or something, mm-hmm. but um, he wrote D. What's the name of the word? Uh, Herod Herodias. Herodias is the wife. Yeah, and she had a daughter. And um, he wrote, spoke with her, and um, she danced he, in the party, and yeah, yeah, together everyone. Yeah, and then uh, he took an oath with the daughter, and he promised her um, everything she would like. For example, half of his kingdom, I think. Yeah. He said. And then the daughter went to her mother, the wife, and the mother said, "Oh yeah, ask him for John's head on a tablet." Plate. Oh, yeah, plate, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, because Hero took an oath, he couldn't do anything against it. So yeah. they beheaded him. Mm. 
um, and presented the head of John on the tablet for the wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So sad. It is. What's, what's really weird is just the influence that was so easily over Herod in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I saw a, um, a documentary about this. And I mean, first of all, it was obvious that he was also attracted to his wife's daughter. And mm-hmm. that's why he asked her to dance. Like, yeah. just so disgusting, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, he was so pleased and everyone else was so pleased with the type of dancing that she was doing. Who knows what that was? That he would offer half, half, of, half of the kingdom, which he actually didn't even have. <laughs> he was put there by the Roman Empire to be like, um, oh, what's that word? You know, Jesus says to, to um, watch, watch my sheep, to be a, a steward. He was to be a, a steward of, of the area. Like, technically... He didn't own any of it. So how could he give the daughter half of the <laughs> half of the land anyways? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, wow, just the influence that was going on there during that time. Yeah, and the thing is, Herod was even he didn't want to do it. Yeah. But he took the oath. Yeah. So he needed to. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was said that he actually liked John. He liked the teaching mm-hmm. that John was was giving. Like he was really interested in But it. the wife. Yeah. Wife was just gotta really make mad. sure <laughs> you gotta make sure you marry in a good way first of all yeah and marry somebody that you're you know same in thought because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ooh, things can go very sour <laughs> that word again yeah yeah very good okay so we're gonna be wrapping this up with this question that we asked in the very beginning mm-hmm. right the question was why did john ask jesus if he was the one, after already believing he was the one. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. And I think without giving away too much with the next episode that we're going to have, we could give like a little bit of a teaser answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think he, uh, he asked? Well, next week we'll have it, the facts of everything. But I think if I would say just guessing, mm. maybe because... He, we know he was in jail. Yeah, and no one likes to be in jail. And, I, I, I can speak on that. <laughs> and Jesus was his cousin. He was family, and maybe he was just hoping that Jesus was go, would go there to visit him or to free him mm-hmm. because he was the Messiah. Yeah. yeah, and he was just like wishing there. Oh, please come. Mm. Like, I, 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 I was like, when I got thrown in jail, I was really desperate for people to visit me because it was so lonely in there. And my thoughts were just, yeah, messed up being mm-hmm. stuck in there. So I could kind of, under, and there, I'm sure his situation was way worse than yeah. the jails we have today. But man, poor John. Mm-hmm. So he was, yeah, he was really confused in there. But to ask, you know, why, you know, are you sure, yeah. are, are, are you the one, Jesus? Like, uh, we saw that he was the one that baptized Jesus and he saw the Lord yes. saying, he is my son yeah. and this Holy Spirit coming. And that, I mean, yeah. And for him to doubt mm-hmm. and just be like, are you sure you are the one? Yeah. And, and even there was another scene when, um, 
when some of John's disciples uh, noticed that John's disciples were leaving and going over to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, John, look what's happening. He's like, yeah, so what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's how it's supposed to be. It's all mm -hmm. good, you know? And But in jail, it changes everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, wow. Environment. It's a huge one. Mm -hmm. So next week... We are going to go uh, deeper, and uh, and uh, it's called, I won't give too much about it, but it's called A Different Style of How You Do a Bible Study, and it's about finding uh, where else in the Bible complements or ties into what we are studying now. So this story, is there anywhere else in the Bible that can justify or put more weight on what we're trying to study and figure out right now? Mm -hmm. So... We hope that you'll want to join us next week as we go deeper into this Bible study of um, what are you searching for? And we're using John the Baptist as a case study. So would you like to close us in prayer in English? You got this. Pray in Portuguese, German, and English <laughs> at the same time. All the, yeah, all the, the audience <laughs> here. Ah, Okay. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you for the opportunity we had to have this radio show and to study about your word. And thank you because you showed so much mm. and revealed so much for us yeah. today. I hope that everyone listening also got that. And I just pray, Jesus, that you bless every listener and bless us also in the rest of this day. Um, just remind us that you are good, Jesus, and mm, yeah, I more. thank you because we have such an amazing opportunity to get to know you better and to get you to know your word better, and yeah, just reveal yourself to us more this week also, and I pray that you can help us understand more what we have been studying. Yeah. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You all have a blessed week as always. If you need a prayer or you need to talk, you know, write us and we'd love to help you on your journey to getting closer to Jesus. We'll end with this song by Bethel called Living Hope. And um, yeah, be blessed. You'll take care. Bye-bye. Want to say bye? Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. How great the Jesus.
くくり